welcome to Put a Cork in It, where two friends talk about things you do and probably don't care about. I'm Monica. And I'm Austin. And we hope that listening to even one second of this podcast will make your day just a little bit better. So whether you're about to take a nice walk, driving on the highway, or you're simply just laying in your bed, come along and join us for the next few minutes on Put a Cork in It. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back. First podcast back. I was on break for a little bit. Had a great vacation out to Arizona. Um, Sam was very blessing, very much a blessing to fill in for me, but super excited for the podcast this week. But before we get into that, Monica, how have you been? It's been, it's been a couple weeks now. I know. I don't think people realize that if we don't record the podcast, we don't really get to see each other or hang out. So this is a very long overdue thing. Um, I do have to bring up something kind of controversial, which is that multiple people thought that you were going to propose to Carly when you went to Arizona. That is uh, definitely not the only people thought that. Some other people thought that as well. Like Proposal this, is coming, but not not uh, this this season. You were like a celebrity. Like people were like asked, like texting me. I was about to see you on my Instagram, like spotted Austin and Carly gallivanting around Arizona like it was so funny people were so intrigued which I thought was so honestly kind of precious you know well shout out for the Podocorconic community that's that uh that brings a smile for sure about you but But, uh yeah yeah, well that'll that'll come don't worry (laughs) we'll we'll have our moment in the sun and everyone will get to celebrate but at hand we have a really special guest today I'm actually a longtime friend of mine uh, we have Brady Bowl joining us on the podcast today. Brady, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. Guys, Brady and I go back, but he probably goes more back with my brother. Brady's uh, four years older than I am. So he was a senior in high school when I was a freshman. And I don't know if he remembers this, but we were in the same gym class together. <laughs> Brady was taking gym elective with all the jocks and all the guys who like to go super hard. And I was taking four different the- times that semester. I was in gym one, two, three, four, same, <laughs> all in the same year instead of not going to school. Hey, honestly, physical activity is important. But yeah, that's how long I've really known Brady. But now Brady works at the same company during the day with my brother and my mom. But that's not why we had Brady on the podcast. We're more interested in what Brady does after hours. Brady is a musician. And I'll kind of let let Brady take over from here. But Brady, kind of just give us a little scoop into, uh, you know, the type of music you like to play, that sort of thing. I was uh, roommates in college with a buddy of mine named David Yang, who also played um, college at, uh, played golf in college at OU and was my best friend, best man at my wedding. Um, and that was the first time I ever had somebody really close to me introduce me to music. And he had like a nylon string classical guitar that whenever he would bring it out, played enough to know that if we had our door open, all the girls would come over and be hanging out. And so you had me and like six girls and then David playing the guitar as we're all watching over him. And honestly, uh, to be quite honest with you, the reason that I started playing guitar and got into it was so that he could watch me and I could keep the door open and have the girls watch me play. Um, That's incredible. So it started, 
Yeah. So that's honestly how it started. We were golfers and then we would come back and jam and, and play music. And he's still, you know, far better than me in terms of fingerstyle guitar, just classical. He's a really good player. Um, but that was the first time I ever saw it was cool to play music. <clears throat> so fast forward, um, I played all throughout college just for fun, never really sang, was afraid to sing in front of people, mm-hmm. um, only really sang in front of my wife and my sister, fam- immediate family. I, in a little, I don't know, four by four room, learned kind of the, the foundation fundamentals of how to play guitar, um, which was really helpful. And then once I learned kind of the baseline, it just like, it almost became and my wife, wife Lily could attest to this, almost an obsession of always putting, always wanting to learn, always putting new pieces together, always, whether it's theory or new chords or a new song, it was just, I, it was almost like I entered this, um, like a hundred story building of what music and the guitar can be. And I was on level one and I had, you know, just this empty canvas of where I could go with it. Um, so after a lot, a, a lot, a lot of practice um, and just learning all of my favorite songs from, and you asked me kind of what some of my favorite music was, I would say um, the Eagles are my favorite band of all time. You would know that um, Fleetwood Mac, Tom Petty, the Allman Brothers, oh man, Nirvana. There's so, so many good ones. I mean, I don't know, man. So yeah. you started playing guitar in college. That was, you graduated in 2015, correct? Graduated college um, in 2018. Right. High school was 2015. Yeah, high school 2014. Al was 2015. Ah, sorry. That's right. <laughs> you and my brother are a year off. I always forget. Yep. So for, for everyone keeping tabs at home, it's now 2021. Brady started about three years ago, and now he's actually making some money on the side, which is very cool. But you started taking lessons for about a year, so that would have been what 2019 when you really yep. were like yep. in this like, up until passion. the COVID pan- yeah, up until the COVID pandemic. That's when we started doing it. Kind of got weird in the sense that we did um, lessons over over Zoom. And mm-hmm. so it was just kind of not the same, you know, one-on-one interaction that I was kind of looking for. But um, so, yeah, I took lessons from 2019 right up until the COVID pandemic started. So were you learning at all from your friend in college? Like, did you learn any of the basics from him? Yeah. So like in terms of the, um, he was a, way more advanced than I was at the time. Obviously he had been playing growing right. up, was in church band, stuff like that. But he taught me the basic chords, your, okay. um, I guess your cowboy chords, your D, your E minor, ah. your G, your C. And then it kind of, he also taught me that if you learn those, and there's a Chico at least in guitar, where if you learn those four chords and you put a capo yeah. anywhere on the neck, you can play any song. And so once I learned that, I was like, okay, so in my mind, if I get really good at these four shapes, these four chords, then ideally someday I'll be able to play some iteration of any, you know, anything that I like. And, right. you know, yeah. so that was enough to want to learn it from there. Yeah. I played guitar, took lessons in middle school, and I still remember like 12 basic chords that are basically in every song. So yep. it's just funny how. I don't know, like when you think about playing guitar, it feels so complicated, but it really does stick with you. I mean, I like whenever my friends play around, I always 
steal their guitar and play, you know, my 12 chords or whatever. And they're like, nice. how do you even remember this? Blah, blah, blah. But it just, I don't know. There's something about it that if you have a good teacher, it just sticks with you. But I have, I mean, everyone knows what I'm about to bring up, but when you said the whole, like learning to play music for girls, it like unlocked this like whole concept in my mind of how many famous musicians started playing music for that reason, whether they've like admitted it in an interview or not, like right. probably so many. wouldn't pass a lie detector test, right? Yeah, like that's crazy because all of my friends in college- A lot of them probably. <laughs> yeah, all of my guy friends in college almost were musicians. And so for me, it was kind of, I don't want to say old hat because they were all very good and very talented, but it just wasn't as like, you know, different or like super like, oh my gosh, I have a crush on you because I was like surrounded by it all the time. Right. But I totally am like envisioning you guys in your dorm and girls are just like, whoa, do you think that's a guy playing that? Like that would definitely be me. Like if I was not as exposed to it. <laughs> that's that's honestly how it was except for there was seven girls and then there was me on the end doing the same thing just in <laughs> awe of him playing so and I wasn't it, it's just funny that that was the reason that you know encouraged me to ask for a guitar for Christmas my, my parents got me one and that's still pretty much the main one that I play when I practice too because oh, cool. I have a certain level of respect for that guitar because I do know of what what it sounds like when you don't know how to play it or when you're learning right. how to play it so right. that's why it's got a special place in my heart because I know what it sounds like when you're getting the blisters on your fingers and yes. you know exactly what I'm talking the about calluses, like, yes. I don't want to do this anymore so it's kind of yeah kind of stays home close to that's home so cool so I may be jumping the gun Austin but I'm dying to know like what are you doing now that's making you a little bit of change on the side of your normal job? Like, what does that actually look like for you? Yeah. So, um, so the, the guy, we actually hired a guy to play the music at our rehearsal dinner for our wedding, buddy of mine named Will Fareed. Um, and this guy in particular, I had seen some of his private shows before, um, got to know him, got to become good buddies with him. And he actually, uh, traveled with Blues Traveler, who was a national touring musician, sang the song Run Around in the 90s, if you know that one. Um, you would know it if you heard it. It's been played so many times. But so this guy uh, kind of showed me the ropes. He, it was actually interesting because one of the things I asked him, because I knew how to play a couple of his songs, like I kind of learned them how to play by ear because there's no tabs or anything for, right. for somebody, for a local musician like that. Right. Um, so I actually learned some of his songs and I was like, hey, wouldn't it would be kind of cool if I could play a song with you? Do you mind if I, you know, sit down and play with you at our rehearsal dinner for everybody? Maybe sing or play guitar, or whatever. And he was like, sure. He's like, but I would want to work on it beforehand. So him and I got together a couple of days before our rehearsal dinner. Uh, we played music for like three hours, like really hit it off. Gosh. We're just playing. That was a very that was one song of probably a 20 plus song jam session that we had, just kind of going back and forth, talking about music and um from that point on uh he liked the way we sounded and he actually asked me to sit in with him at a couple of his gigs over in Gahanna just a bar um when the football games were on it was a couple what it'd be a couple falls ago now it was during COVID maybe it was last fall yeah it was last fall anyways um so I played so from that experience I learned the things that are 
darn near impossible to practice. So like mm. going to talk to a, uh, the manager of a bar, right? Or whoever is going to pay you at the end of the night, how to set up, how to set or tear down, you know, little things like how to reduce feedback, like or the screeching noise you hear all the time at, you know, at your high school, whatever it's called, pep rally. Um, <laughs> so all those little things that over time and like by trial and error, after probably 15 times of playing with them, going set up, getting everything I needed, blah, 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 tearing down. And he, he, I would actually play with him over there. He would play for a couple hours. I'd play with him the entire time, sing a handful of songs, but mainly play guitar. We'd go back and forth. So I learned how to, I guess, for lack of a better term, get my live chops in, if you will. Yeah. Um, along with learning all the things that you can't practice at home. So tearing down, setting up, talking to people, interacting with a crowd. Like I was never a great public speaker, but I bet you at this point, if I were to go give a speech, I would be 10 times better than I was in college <laughs> because you can, anybody can play a song or practice a song, but like to be able to keep them engaged when you're not playing is a whole nother ball game. Um, so I was able to play with him at a, a couple different locations. And from that one time, I think he had COVID or was sick or somebody in the family was sick. And he asked me if I wanted to fill in for him. At this point, I've never played really by myself, actually over uh, in Slick Whiskers and Pal, which Austin's been to. Big, nice bar, cool stage. And so he was, I remember him saying, because he was over here, he was like, you just have to be ready to play a three-hour set. And I was like, thinking about that, like thinking about a three-hour speech, or I was like, wow, I don't know if I'm quite ready for that. Like, that's a lot between everything it takes to, to keep people engaged, to play that long. What am I going to play? Uh, what am I going to plug into? But I went kind of on a leap of faith because I didn't want to really turn down the opportunity and it went really well. And they actually hired me to do a couple of my own shows there afterwards. They really liked it. And then that kind of, especially around here, and I'm sure it's the same way everywhere. The, the bar owners circle is pretty tight. So they recommend the owner at this bar recommends you to here. And then he, he knows a guy who owns this bar over here. That's so cool. Okay. Austin, tell me like the vibes of these bars that Brady is playing at. Like what should the crowd, like what should our audience be picturing? So the, the place that I love Always Brady, in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's actually not a bad uh, <laughs> correlation. It's, um, I mean, it's dark in there. There's like a wide open area where Brady has like the stage. Um, the bar is like kind of like perpendicular to the stage. So like mm -hmm. everybody's kind of sitting around the bar and then Brady's like deeper into like the back of the bar. But like the way the acoustics work in that place, like the whole place sounds just freaking awesome when he's up there. Oh, it's like Whiskers Pal. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite spot where I've seen you play before. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's just, there's a bar and a bunch of bar stools. Uh, you got like some circle tables. There's a pool table. Um, Unless we're playing Kilbourne Market, then you're, you're outside. You got your dog next to you and they got the, the bar yeah, part around the corner. Yeah. That's the some place. You went some there, guy you? offers you a cash offer for your dog. On for the your spot. dog, <laughs> for your dad's dog. Yeah. <laughs> True that. story. True story. Wow. Okay. So Brady, like, this is something that Austin knows about me. 
I'm always thinking like, could I get famous off of this podcast, this hobby? Um, like, has that ever crossed your mind? Oh, for sure. In a, in a humble way. Um, I mean, it's definitely not like I'm doing it to get famous, but it would be nice to be able, whether it's right, meeting the right person or writing a hit song for somebody or yourself included. Yeah. Um, to me, I mean, that's the reason I kind of just, uh, I figure that it is a hobby. I am making some money on the side. I love doing it. So in my mind, if I, if I play enough and I practice enough and I have a good mindset about it and don't put any pressure on it, no matter what happens, only, only good things can happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I still have everything I need right here. We have a beautiful home, little family with a, a cat and golden retriever. Um, I love my wife and got a, a great support system, but it would be, I'm not going to sit here and say that it wouldn't be nice to have something pop off where I could be, you know, it could be something just like you think about with the podcast or, or whatnot, but absolutely just something to be able to supplement the day job. You know, if you yeah, can play music exactly. full time, I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? If right. you're a music player, who wouldn't want to be like to do that? Right. Cause it's not exactly. for, it's not for everybody The you know what I mean? If you're, you're kind of on the fence about it, I mean, it, I'm not going to sit here and say it's super easy. Like, you, you know, my work schedule going home at, at five o'clock, getting home at five 30, leaving by six, and then being somewhere at 630 for a seven o'clock gig, that's tough. And to, to be ready for that and to warm up and to ensure you have everything. That's honestly the biggest struggle nowadays for me. It's not necessarily the setup teardown. It's just making sure I have everything when I get there. Um, and it's definitely, I mean, Austin, you haven't seen it since I've added the lights. This is a relatively new thing, but if you check out my Instagram, um, and that's at Brady bowl on Instagram, you'll be able to see it there, but that's kind of the vibe I'm going for moving forward. It's kind of cool. Just switching it up a little bit, but, uh, I would say that and my wife <laughs> are in the car on the way to gigs. The wife is essential for everyone. Yes, who doesn't know essential. She gets the front seat and everything. She gets the front seat. She's taking video. She's taking pictures. Yes, she's probably she's got a walking camera. To all, she's walking to all the different spots in the bar to make sure it sounds perfect from each yep. and every spot. She's Lily Bowl my... is actually the MVP. Absolutely. I wouldn't be able to do it without her at all. Awesome. She's the support system and uh, what's it called? Sound engineer and producer and whatever <laughs> you want to call it. She's, she's in charge of pretty much everything. So I want to scoot back a little bit. You know, you filled in for Will. How how would you say that first set went to the last set that you played? Like how far you've come in, in I think that was about six months or so time frame. Oh man. Um, well, I still, I can, I can uh, compare pretty easily because I still play a lot of those songs. Well, all those songs that I played at the beginning, I've just found ways to make them much better or more complicated or, to build more tension or whatever you will. So, I mean, in terms of progression, I could probably only play without a phone four or five songs at that point without looking at anything. Now I could probably just by like ear or been playing so, so many requests, so probably over a hundred, 125. And with a phone, I can pretty much play anything. Guys, basically everything that I'm hearing is that you got to take every everything that you can get, make it your own, and you'll be the next Brady Bull as far as I'm concerned. 
Um, just be the, be the first you. That's all you can do. Just be the first you. Absolutely. Well, we're going to transition to the, the wrap up here. And Brady, we, uh, we like to ask our guests, what is in the queue for you? Basically, this could be things coming up for yourself, um, something you're looking forward to, or even like something small or big. It doesn't really matter. But we let our guests go last. So Monica and I will go first so you can have some time to think about it. And then we'll uh, we'll circle back to you. Okay, so what's in the queue for me? Well, as we all know, Thanksgiving is coming up. I'm actually going down to Hilton Head, South Carolina. Woo! uh working from there thanksgiving week and then it's actually the the same spot my entire like mom's side of the family used to vacation as a kid so it's gonna be like the first time me and all my cousins aunts and uncles are all down there um back in the same condo complex that we always used to go to so yeah. i'm super excited for that and then just to have thanksgiving on the beach is uh, always just not that I don't love Ohio and, you know, all the, the weather up here, but I think I'll take the beach this time. That sounds so fun. I've never done Thanksgiving on the beach. That's really cool. Now I'm just picturing like a big turkey in the sand. Yeah, it's actually just sandy turkey and, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to entertain the thought. Yeah, of sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry to bring that up, everyone, if that created a bad visual. Um. So for me, everyone knows the turkey trot I've been talking about is finally going to be here on Thursday um, morning. So yeah, Christmas day, baby. I, I am prepared. We did get a few more 5Ks in, so we will be ready to go. Um, it'll be a surreal moment. I'll keep you guys updated. Maybe I'll give some live updates and then put a cork in it. Um, yes. Account at this point, everyone I feel like is invested. So prepared for the 5k very excited also just excited to be with family um unpopular opinion I don't love holiday food like honestly it's not my fave I'm more of like desserts maybe some dips and things but the actual meal is not super like amazing to me so more excited about the people than the food is that okay to say I think that's totally fair we've gone a lot more less traditional food wise and kind of changed things up maybe you make that suggestion to your family this year mom yeah listen I did try to do that last year but then I wasn't able to go because of COVID so I I think I might have to get that running soon <laughs> <laughs> well sooner the better right, right right um okay well we'll just have Brady go next I feel like we've given him enough time to think yeah okay cool um, so for me, I am actually going to be in Tennessee next week. I'm really looking forward to it. I am going to go, we're going to go visit my sister in University of Knoxville, uh, where she goes there. We're going to hang out with there a couple of days. And then we're going to go down uh, over to Nashville, where my uh, brother-in-law has a place with his wife. And we're going to have Thanksgiving there and just kind of hang out with them. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, what else I got on the queue? I actually have a, uh, I got a regular gig over at O'Brien's on Sankus the first and third Thursday of every month moving forward. That's over in Polaris. Super awesome place. Very, it's always sunny in Philadelphia vibes. Um, playing at the station over in Hilliard on Tuesday, the first Tuesday of December. Um, and if you want any more information, my schedule, you can find it on my website. It's uh, www.bradyallenmusic.com. And then that's got everything. It's got all my social medias and you can go from there. Thank you guys so much for having me. 
Yes, we love a plug. This is awesome. This feels so legit. We should do. We should totally do it again sometime. Yeah. We'll have to get you and Lily on here next yes. time. We'd love to have her on the podcast. Super fun. Okay. Well, since Brady plugged himself, we will plug ourselves. Follow us if you have not at Put a Cork in an Official on Instagram. And we are always coming at you live on all of your podcast streaming services. So thanks for tuning in, you guys. Thanks, Brady, for coming. And we will not see you next week. So have an amazing Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys so much. Happy Thanksgiving. There's a lot to do.